Welcome to NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with your host, D. Klein. Did you know that one of crypto's best use cases is also a tax-saving strategy? I'm talking about donating crypto to your favorite charity. The Giving Block makes it easy for the crypto community to support important causes with Bitcoin, Ethereum, and dozens of other cryptos. Choose from over 1,200 vetted nonprofit organizations, donate any amount, and then hold on to your tax receipt. When it's tax time, you could save big. Your donation could offset some or most of what you owe on that huge capital gains line. Make smart money moves while making a difference. To learn more, visit thegivingblock.com NFP. That's thegivingblock.com NFP. And let's show the world that crypto is good. Hey, this is NFP, the non-fungible podcast with me, D. Klein. Today's episode is brought to you by the Koi Network. Koi makes minting NFTs super easy and inexpensive. Just drag and drop your file using their NFT wallet, Finny, and Koi takes care of the rest. Minting costs as little as one cent, so you can create as many NFTs as you want. And when they're viewed by other people, you even earn Koi tokens that you can use to fund your next series. Check it out at koii.network. Hey, LM Designs on NFP. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so happy that you could uh, make the time to chat with me. Thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited. Yeah, for sure. It was funny because, you know, I booked so many of these guests, you know, and wonderful guests. And uh, I was looking through our conversation and I was like, how exactly did we meet, you know? And it, it was one of those spur of the moment Twitter spaces where people just hopped in spontaneously and got to talking with a variety of people. Uh, Lambie was one of the figures there. And, uh, and God, you I were love there. that. I love Lambie. Yes. You know, Lambie brings amazing people together. So I was so glad to meet you in that space. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, are you big on Twitter spaces? Is that something you're in a lot? So yes, I am. I am big on Twitter spaces. I It's my way and how I was introduced to NFTs and okay. learning about NFTs. So definitely where I get all my 411 and, meet right? and connect okay. with people. So yeah, okay. I'm huge in it. So, you know, for, you know, people who are kind of newer to the space, you know, can you give them any advice about how to use Twitter spaces? You know, obviously you've been in the space a while now as an artist, and we'll talk about that a little bit more, but, you know, while we're on the topic of Twitter spaces, you know, what do you, any advice for people that are kind of getting into the space? Yes. Huge advice. Definitely navigate all through Twitter spaces. I would suggest mm -hmm. to everyone, definitely make your way and find where you vibe best, what vibe is best with you, because Twitter Spaces is like every other social app and social pool. There's people of all sorts and everything, but you can always find that specific vibe for you there. And then you'll find the communities that you're like, yep, this is my home. When you do that, definitely stick with those, but definitely still just circle around definitely <laughs> yeah i don't know i find like spaces just has this it, it feels like a reunion type vibe when you find the right ones you know like there, i was in a i was in one the other night with um uh val kilmer's camp kilmer project he's doing these god panels um 
I don't know if you ever saw the documentary about Val Kilmer, but it's beautiful. Yeah, I did. Story. I did. Did you? I'm a okay. big fan. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> last night we're in there with wonderful people. Uh, a good friend of mine, Remo, an artist. Uh, Randy Levy was there and uh, God Cloud and Val Kilmer was there. And so it was just such an amazing opportunity to be in those circles and talk with mm -hmm. them and talk with Val. And um, there's something special about Twitter spaces, you know, when you find the right ones. Right. It, you never know who you're going to meet in Twitter spaces. It's that part. It's like you can meet anyone and everyone. So be open to like, you never know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anyway, no. And it, it, it's such a good tool for feeling connected too. I think that sense of, well, we use the word community a lot, but it is it, it a genuine a feeling. Lot, but it is. It's true. Yeah. You know, I, I, I found earlier, I don't know if were you in the space when Clubhouse was kind of the big deal? So, okay. So I was, I had Clubhouse and I was, I went in and I was like, this is not, oh, oh goodness. I don't know what I was feeling all types of ways about Clubhouse. I was like, okay, like, let me just walk around. I'm not going to speak. I was never a speaker in Clubhouse, um, except for when my friend, Dr. Vivid, she had a space and she had me come up and I was like, Oh, this is so you're just like a clubhouse lurker kind of. Idea. Yeah, I was a lurker. Yeah. I was definitely. Yep. Yeah, I was like, mm. but space not a bad way to start, just, though. Right. Spaces. It was just it felt so much more comfortable. And I was like, mm. it was like less pressure. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I think it's because we already because Twitter, if you're in NFTs, Twitter is pretty much the place to be. Right. And so you've already got this kind of circle of friends here that you feel at home with. Whereas when you went over to clubhouse, it was like a whole other thing that felt kind of, I don't know. It has more of like a, almost like a LinkedIn vibe to it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just, it did. I was like, what is my resume? Is my profile right? Is it saying the right thing? Like, and it was funny because I've had Twitter since 2009, not aging yep. myself, but it is what it is. Um, but I never used it because I was like, I'm not into Twitter. So then yeah. I opened up my same thing, fast forward to almost a year ago now. And I was like, okay, now I have, I had 90 friends. I had no following, no nothing. And I was like, what is Twitter for? And then I was like, yeah. oh, branding, let's brand. Okay. Marketing, branding, yeah, <laughs> right. yep, for sure. It was so yeah. much. And I was like, oh, Twitter is powerful. So it became a whole thing, um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's talk about your resume a little bit. You bring up your resume. Uh, let's talk about your work in this space. Now, uh, I always look through the artist portfolios prior to the show, which I think is probably a good practice. Um, <laughs> and one of the things I found really interesting with yours were these pieces that are focused on the like breathing techniques and kind of following yes. that uh, video that you would make and using that as a form of like not necessarily meditation, but possibly meditation, but, definitely. you know, perhaps for, for breathing, for relaxation, which is something I definitely should do more of. Uh, that seems to be kind of a big part of what you do, but maybe tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yes. So I'm, I'm so rude. Hello. I'm LM. I'm a healing medium. <laughs> no, no, no. I said we'd get to it. I, we'd get to it. Yep. <laughs> so yes, no, definitely. I have come into the space. I came into the space just wanting to find artists that I could just share my stuff with because I was like I just want to just have someone to just vibe with because I'm a stay-at-home mom I've been that way for mm -hmm. a while so I was like let me connect with adults and art adults and like-minded people but then working with 
my friend, Dr. Ashley Elliott, she's an amazing person, um, Dr. Vivid. She's incredible. I found out that I'm a mental health advocate. So it was wild. And I was like, I can use my art to heal. And that was mm. powerful. And I was like, and it's not just healing for me, it's healing for so many people. And having an actual audience was like, okay, wait, like I can actually help people. So mm -hmm, definitely mm -hmm. that piece was all about having, using my personal sound bowl meditations, including that, but including things to work with our bodies. We're energy beings. So anything that can help balance us out, I think is important. And definitely for artists, I was just like, y'all need help, y'all need healing, y'all are putting so much energy out, recharge yourselves. Um, and certain things are very stressful. This time and age, this day and age is extremely stressful. So I encourage anyone to find things that help them add to your toolkit of what can balance you out. And so I was like, okay, what is good? The four, seven, eight breathing technique helps de-stress. So that's mm -hmm. what I wanted for everyone, just de-stress. And so I was like, what can I do? And blending animations that I do, 3D work that I do with all of it. I was like, this is something you can experience just to help you in your moments of, and everyone has anxious moments, like everyone sure. does. We all have brains, we're all people. So we all have mental things. It is what it is. So I just wanted to see what I can do with my art, blending with Web3 and healing and all of that. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm curious about the process, like when you're doing these, you know, because there's a variety, like it seems like the most recent works you're doing are on object.com with object.com yes. with Tezos. Would that be the main platform you're using recently? Yes, they That's are. Correct? And I'm going to get back to ETH, but I've been, I'm a Tez lover. I, yeah. It yeah. may be a collector and everything. Cause yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, when you're making these, you'll have like a series of them that are like infinite was spelled with an eight infinite yes. breath and they're all about breathing and then you have different titles like i am i do i feel where's your inspiration coming for these different obviously you've got the chakra type themes there so yeah you talk about that a little bit definitely so they are all tied into the seven main chakras so each of them mm -hmm. are representative and tied to that's why i titled them as they are representing each of the seven chakras the seven mm -hmm. main chakras and so each of them within each piece you can see that there's certain frequencies that correlate with those colors with those chakras and those are things that people are like should be aware of so like when you feel music and you're like it just makes me feel good there's reasons why there's certain things right. with frequencies so that I was like this is very powerful healing so I was like let me explain and be able to share with people because people don't necessarily know or tune in but they're always using it you know we're always going through our day and filling and recharging and things of that nature. So that's insight into it. It's definitely tied to the seven main chakras and the symbols that you see on them are correlations to those also. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now me, I'm a music addict. I miss listen to music constantly. I love um, music. Do you have any kind of longer form, like kind of music that you create? So actually um, I don't personally create music, but I okay. am huge in the music NFT scene. So mm -hmm. I work with and collaborate with some of the most amazing musicians, people like Jay Byrne, people like Slime and whatnot. They are just incredible um, musicians. And I hop into their discord and then I get connected with amazing artists. So recently I just did a piece with NFT Drewski and 
I had an animated piece and I was mm -hmm. like, this is something that I need music to. I don't want to do it myself. It just, it needs some love. And he was like, okay. And I was like, you completed it. Really? It's so, it, it was it like, it was like made in heaven. I was like, this is puzzle pieces come together. So um, I circle around the NFT music scene quite often. Um, mm -hmm. also, no, I'm looking for that piece. You mentioned the artist was. Yes. NFT Drewski. Um, the piece is called Web 2. It's Wise Up Before Time's Up. Um, that's what it's called. But it's the owl and there's um, music that goes with it. It's okay. And the music on he did what for platform? It. On object. It? It'd okay. be on object. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, okay. But yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. I got it here. I got it here. Collaborations. Super mm -hmm. powerful. I yeah, would just sure. love them. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I was looking. Whoa! I gotta turn down the volume on my speakers. <laughs> I was looking I was for a wise up that. before times up, but I noticed it's abbreviated, which is why. I yes, was not web two. Okay. Okay. Very nice. But yeah, it was it was so much fun to collaborate, and I was like, "This is the way." Um, definitely something Jay Byrne definitely taught us. Collaborations mm. are the way. <laughs> mm -hmm, for sure. How have you? What's your experience been on? Um, object.com with the recent market kind of being slower in general for a lot of NFT artists. You so know, yes. what's happened there in that space? Because I'm more in the ETH space personally. Okay. So with that, it's it's one of those I've noticed this just since I've been from the beginning to now. There's lulls, you know, sure. and it's highs and dips and things of that nature. But it's like with Tezos, it, it hasn't caught on as obviously like how ETH had. Sure. Um, and so they're, the marketplaces are adjusting as the artists are adjusting. And so we're asking for more things because we're like endless possibilities. So they're working on getting and doing things behind the scenes. Objects is amazing. I love being in their Discord. They're very responsive. Um, there's plenty of platforms that are amazing on Tezos, but yeah, it's just, it's a lull right now. Um, and all the artists- So that's across blockchains. That's not just strictly yeah. anything. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's all- Because I often blockchain. wonder, you know, I'm like, hmm. Yep, it is just one of those. And I was like, is it just here? No. And I pop into ETH spaces, even though I don't have a lot of projects on ETH. My daughter has Polygon. So I'm okay. like, hey, I gotta, I gotta pay attention to all the pools. And that's another suggestion diversify just yes. everyone should experiment diversify. but yeah exactly like but yeah it's a lull right now and everyone's mm -hmm. feeling it um but that's again why i'm like you know what take a time y'all just need to breathe y'all know y'all are amazing y'all know y'all are mm -hmm. wonderful you know you're worth mm -hmm. it's gonna it's gonna pick back up it always how long up. have you been in the nft space in particular then so i entered into the nft space august 2021 so it'll be a okay. year in august yeah i'm coming up okay. on my birthday i'm a, almost an og i feel like <laughs> in, in web so, three if it's a year you're like oh, yeah that's you're right you're officially og after a year so <laughs> i'm thinking about it though because last year summer 2021 you know the market was still hopping and heading mm. into the fall it was really hot still and it wasn't until probably after uh the new year's that things started to really slow down a lot and so right. you've been you've been through that too then where it was yes like i've been there i've grown off riding away riding away yes but and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. i was there for the death of him and then everyone was like oh my gosh right. what does that actually mean and so it was the whole thing but my did you have thing, a lot of stuff on there oh yes 
a ton okay. of stuff. Like yeah. I, I was only hinting at that time. So I was like, <laughs> okay. what does this mean? <laughs> but where everyone, you know, you see where people panic and where people are like, okay, what do I do past my panic? And so finding out that I was like, oh, it's all an IFPS. Oh, I can pull it myself. Oh, this is just a platform and a means. Mirrors, what, what, what? It enlightened me and empowered me. So it was, unfortunately, it was a, it was like a phoenix moment for me. I was sad about his death, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it empowered me. A lot me of people were. It, it was kind of this yeah. really vibrant community and was different and had a lot of right. energy and, to it. And Tia isn't isn't the same. And people who knew him know that, but it's still it's still a vibe. It's still great people, you know. So. Yeah, yep, but yep, it yep. was amazing. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So I'm just trying to imagine it from somebody who was exclusively on that platform and then it coming to a screeching halt. That would have been, like I had some pieces on Hick Nunk, you know, that I kind of, like I said before, I was experimentation. I dabbled with it. Uh, mm-hmm. And so to me, it was like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? But for somebody like, like you, who that was like your entry into the space and it comes crashing down, that's a different right. story, right? Right. So I had only had one piece on it. So I had entered the space, didn't know what happened, what, what spaces were. I had applied for super rare, not even knowing what, what I was applying for at the time. Right. <laughs> um, we'll laugh about that later. And that's fine. Um, no, but, don't put yourself down. There's, there's nothing wrong with applying to super rare. You know, and I applied and then someone gave me a foundation invite. So I was like, what does mm-hmm. this mean? Didn't know anything about ETH and gas fees, et cetera, et cetera. But I did put a piece and I did yeah. sell. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I was like, You're like how much are the fees? <laughs> like, hey, hold on, wait. I was like, okay, well, that was an experience. <laughs> like I had Googled it so I and YouTubed it. So I had a slight, but no, I didn't know. But I was like, okay. So you're watching the clock. Like, when will it go down? When will it go down? Yeah, but um, then I found Tez, and it was like a wrap after that. So yeah, Hen was, it was yeah, I was not ready for Hen's death. Um, I had tried variable, and was just left with, I had tried variable. I tried it on you. Variable was cool, and and no offense to variable, variable really was like the cool place to be in 2020. See, I missed the boat. I missed it. (laughs) Kind of. I mean, it's still, I'm not criticizing it. It just doesn't have that novelty that it had. I mean, it can't, right? It's it's relatively old now, so. Right, right. But, you know, certain things don't pick up, like Calumet. Tons of people are like, yes, they love Calumet. Other people who were, like, into Hick, they were like, no, no. Right, right, right. You know, and so it was, like, it was an interesting thing. So that's where Objects was the best of everything, in mm-hmm. my opinion, because it's just, yeah. You ever dabble with Solana? see and I'm right there I'm right at that point because I was like I want to try it I'm ready to try it so I'm I'm like now where do I start because I was like that's the tricky part right that's what yeah I'm like so so where do I start so I'm like let me hop into spaces and still hopping into those rooms and whatnot I was like I don't I I still don't know (laughs) so I was like well I mean I I was talking with uh I was talking with um couple of people from Magic Eden the other day and uh, Theo Fana and uh, Christy Kwan and they're kind of two of the big figures in the space in Magic Eden and Magic Eden has something like 97% market share of Solana like it's wow. completely crushing <laughs> any like other because like, I was looking at Solana and I actually tried minting a couple of pieces on Soul C, but like the traffic on Soul C is minuscule compared to Magic right. Eden 
Um, and the other one I was kind of interested in was exchange.art, which is more focused on like one of ones, which seems like the best suited to me personally, you know, but I don't know if it gets any interest there. Like, I mean, literally 97% Magic Eden. It kind of leaves one of one artists in kind of a funny place because if you want to be on a platform that's well suited to you there, you're going to get very low traffic. Who's looking? So so I don't know. It's yeah. definitely worth a try. See, that's I love that about Web three. Experiment, experiment, mm-hmm. experiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and with those platforms like Tezos and Solana, you're not really risking much. Like, you know, you're when you mint a piece, you're minting it for a few cents. You know, that so. that part. That's what made me a collector over there. I was like, scoop you, scoop you. Oh, you have no idea. You're amazing. Scoop, scoop, scoop. And I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> it's fun it's kind of like you know that you know going to a garage sale and finding a cool piece of something you know and that feeling to it, it, you know and being like hey look what i found right yes and you're like do you see this like it's, it's yeah 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 all the wonderful yeah. feels of that yeah <laughs> i had a weird thing happen with uh polygon the other day where somebody made a fake decline collection no. and they had a whole bunch of my pieces from known origin that they just copy paste and you could see they were copy pasted because the resolution was way worse. Like the picture quality was like, much worse. Like they were thumbnails basically. That's and wild. they made up this whole collection called Decline Art on Polygon on OpenSea. And I reported it, but I haven't heard a thing from OpenSea. It's still up. So That's so ridiculous. That's yeah. crazy. I will go report that too because that's the thing. Right. It's amazing. The more people that report it, it's, it's that's the power of the community. Yeah. The more people that PSA. report it, the quickest they get back to you. Yeah. PSA, don't buy it from the fake account. That's just yes, decline art. Um, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I want to, you know what? If you if you give me a second here, I want to check if it's still up. I'm curious. Definitely do. Because that was a few I'm days ago now. Too. Uh, thanks to Ryan Annette. Ryan Annette, Annette, I think is correct pronunciation, who alerted me to this and was like, hey, heads up, someone's got a fake account. Yeah, it's still up. It's still up. That's wild. <laughs> they have, fortunately, no one has bought them because uh, these are good. already these are already all purchased pieces other than like one or two of them what annoys me is they're getting like favorites on them like there are people who are like oh i love this piece it's like you jackass <laughs> right <laughs> i'm glad they like the piece but yeah go like mine at the real <laughs> right so there's one here called athena that i minted with uh ashley abushi she's a wonderful person that uh, we talked to on instagram a few times and we did it as a fundraiser and it hasn't sold on uh, known origin, and it's sitting here with five people favoriting it. That just really annoys me. <laughs> you know? That would, no, but, I was gonna say that would really grind my gears. Yeah. Quick break here for the giving block. In the past year, the number of nonprofits accepting cryptocurrency donations increased tenfold on the giving block. Since 2018, the giving block has been making it easy for nonprofits to modernize their fundraising by accepting crypto donations. Organizations of all sizes can sign up and get started in no time. Nonprofits are saying that crypto is the future of fundraising. Find out why at thegivingblock.com slash NFP. That's thegivingblock.com slash NFP.
Hey, in cooperation with the Koi Network, I am presenting Atomic Zombies by D. Klein. You can find these at atomiczombies.io. We've got 10,000 zombies that will eventually be available, each with their own set of random generative characteristics. You can watch your zombies' characteristics unlock, emerge, and evolve as they receive more attention online powered by the Koi Network and proof of real traffic. Check it out at atomiczombies.io. Having said that, it kind of feels like, hey, you know, it's like, wild, is that, isn't that an indication that. of success when people are doing that? I think, in a way, kind of. Yeah. Look, I mean, it is flattering in that way. Yes. As long as, <laughs> look, be like, look, as long as I get all the proceeds, fine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's an wild, interesting thing, though, that's right? The like, wild thing about Web3. Yep. It does happen often in Web3. So it's a thing yeah. to be aware of. Everyone, do your own research. You have to research, yes. research, research. And even when you do, things still can happen. Like people are very convincing. Yeah. No, I've had <laughs> I've had people reach out to me for, you know, commissioned work. And 90% of the time, you can tell that they're predatorial and that they're scammers. But there's the ones that, I had one, this was about a week ago, where they had a legitimate looking Instagram. They had a um, legitimate website. They knew my work. Like they knew my stuff. Like a lot of time when they do contact you, they'll say something like, uh, we really like your work, but they won't say anything specific. We, we are interested in using right, it for generic. Like a logo or something, right? right. You're like, go right. away, right? But this one was really knowledgeable. And it was like, Hmm. I was still very, very careful. They, what they tried to do was send me malicious files. They, mm. they were, they were saying, Oh yeah, we'll just send you an email with all the details. Right. And I was like, eh. So I, what I said was just uh, take a picture of it and I'll look at it in Instagram kind of thing. Right. Like a screenshot type idea. Right. right. And no, they didn't want to do that. You know, they were like, no, well, we'll send it to your email. And, you know, and then I get this email and it's got like a zip file. And I'm like, I'm not opening some zip no, no. file from some stranger on Instagram. So, yeah, don't open zip files from strangers on Instagram, kids. Not a good idea. No, no. Yeah. But not they were very convincing. Yeah. More normally, you know, you can tell immediately, but that was a tricky one. Yeah. It's so, wild. It is a yeah. wild space. But I mean, it, the other side is, it's so phenomenal. Like the amazing people that I've met here and the things that I've been capable mm -hmm. of doing, like we came up with the jam, like mindset is incredible. Um, I don't know if you know mindset, but he is amazing in this space. And so we actually do like a music poetry jam. It's called the jam oh. on Tuesdays. And it's, it's really awesome. I've met so many awesome, talented, the concerts that go off in there, you're just like, because people are coming in, they're like, well, what is expected? Nothing is expected. Just free flow. Whatever you want to share, just have a jam session. So yeah, it's awesome. But connection. Mindset, you said? I, I recognize it. I, I must be following them. Yes. Yes. What's the, the, what's the Twitter handle? Yep. It's Mindset. Um, makes LLC. That's what it is. Sorry. Makes LLC? Yes. Oh, yeah. We're already following I'm already following yeah. them. They're not following me though. So anyway, it says, oh, okay. So this is kind of this music spoken word type thing that you do then. Is that the idea? Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's every Tuesday on Spaces. 
Yes. And it, so it's, how does it's one go about like, surely you must have like a lot of people wanting to speak and then you know how that goes, right? Like, how does that yeah, work? They, you just come up and you raise your hand and we take an order of who comes up and raises their hand. And then, you know, we have a cutoff time so that we can, you know, stick within the time frame. but then we're at it next week. And so it's incredible. Like people just, and it's amazing because artists that you have pigeonholed as this is what you do you're a glitch artist you're this artist you're mm. a PSP. you're this will come up and you'll be like oh, wait you have that voice in you wait hold on wait a minute you have this in you you do this so it's really amazing because people let their hair down and just, they're yeah, just yeah, like yeah. oh i'm in a comfortable space and i'm like yeah do whatever you want just go for it let it that go, is the so. thing about like I, I find in this space too just generally creative people you're right. We tend to go, oh, they're this. Like, for example, I was mentioning Val Kilmer, right? And there's this image of him as an actor, right? But, but he's of course, so he's more. so much more than that, right? Like, right. he's been right. an artist for decades, but of course, nobody knew that, right? Or, well, not nobody, right. but many people did not, were not aware of that side of him. But I think it's natural when you're a creative person, you're going to explore, you know, music, art, you know, drama, whatever, right? Right. You're yeah. going to use is that something uh, is that, that something you, you do outside of the the work that you're doing in nft artwork what kind of other creative pursuits do you have then i've been a dancer my whole life absolutely okay. positively hands down performing artists my whole life um so from the age of four i started dancing um i was in a company by the age of eight and then wow yeah that was like yeah i was yeah and then it was hardcore from there on um when i got to college i started my own little hip hop group. And then I was working with a promotion company. And so we put on, I went to VCU. So we would put on these huge homecoming events and whatnot, like it was just amazing times. And it was incredible. And I've always loved performing. Like music has always moved me because I've always seen it as a way to use and incorporate and blend with what I do. Like, I'm mm -hmm, just like, mm -hmm. yes, when the music takes you, just let it flow. So. Performing arts has always been my thing. Um, never got into acting because I had this. I went to my first speaking class at college and was like, anxiety, anxiety, nope. And I quit the class. And they were like, but you're so good. I'm like, no, I'm going to have a heart attack and pass out on the floor. This is not good for me. So you so, could openly dance in public. And that's, to me, that's putting yourself very people. vulnerable. But you weren't yeah. comfortable with speaking as an athlete. No, not at all. Like, this is completely out of, this is because of web three. Like I am not right. one of these, <laughs> one of these people. I don't talk. I have lots to say, but only around the people that I know, like dancing, it could be 10,000 people. I don't mind moving in front of that many people speaking sure. in front of five. I'm going like, see me the opposite. There's no way in hell I'd ever <laughs> dance in front of anybody other than maybe my wife <laughs> or, or my kids as a joke, you know, because <laughs> when it comes to dancing, I, I can play drums, but I can't. Dance. That's awesome. <laughs> no, that is, that is, look, drums is hard. I've, I love rock band because it makes me feel like I can be a drummer, but in real life, like <laughs> <Art skill. laughs> rock band wow you're bringing me back like what is that a decade ago rock band yeah Holy. i know showing age it is a thing <laughs> but no rock band used to be my jam like i now beat saber i have crossed over. oh nice okay okay um but yeah yeah it's a thing 
<laughs> there's this one video um i don't know if you've ever seen it where it's the band rush are you familiar with the band rush i i, I am okay so anyway neil pert may he rest in peace was the drummer of rush for those who don't know probably one of the best drummers in the world of all time and there's a video of rush trying to play their own song i think it's tom <laughs> sawyer in rock band I've and of course look that up of course, they, they have no idea what they're doing, right? I mean, they're phenomenal musicians. And Neil Peart, you can see him just tapping away on the drum set, you know, and he's going like, you can see he's an amazing drummer, of course, right? But they fail, they fail their own song. They're like, what? The crowd's booing and everything. It's, it's quite a funny little video of them going, wow, I don't know how to play this song on rock band. So it just goes but to show different. you how little of a simulation of it is of the actual playing of an instrument. Yeah, it's like DDR was the hardest thing for me, but I'm like, but I'm a dancer. This is disrespectful. No, no, no. It's a different thing. You gotta. <laughs> we were hardcore at the DDR. We bought the actual proper metal arcade mat. So yeah. Cool. yeah, so funny. Anyway, one day um, I'm gonna yeah. have a gaming room like that. Yeah, my yes. families are gaming people. Like, okay, my kids are my youngest. He plays. He, he hopped on my PlayStation, pulled up Sonic, and was going to town. I was like, hold on, you just turned three. Wait a minute. Hold on. This is your sister's fault. She's 13. She Minecrafts and builds things and yeah, is artistic yeah. and all that. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the whole Do you family. ever take any of, any of the dancing stuff? You mean, obviously, that's a big part of your life. You ever apply that into the NFT space at all? So, no. Okay, so... Oddly enough, what happened in 2009, I had my first kid. 2019, I had my second kid. Mm -hmm. In 2019, I also had an Achilles tendon rupture. Mm. So, yeah, I don't do ninja warp walls, everyone, without stretching properly before. Okay, yes. Stretching okay. is important. That's, stretching is important. And don't come back from just having a kid and be like, first ladies trip out, let's go do this. <laughs> Full let's bore. Just a suggestion. Possibly don't do that. Um, so that's what happened. <laughs> and oh no, rough. After that, mm. I was scared to dance. So mm. fast forward to now, I do Afrobeats all the time around my house and whatnot. But I haven't been to an actual formal dance class since then. It was, it was a lot because I was like, oh my mm. gosh, like I'm, I'm actually at an age where things just snap like this. Like what is this? <laughs> I was in denial. I was like, nope, it didn't happen. We're going to lunch. My boyfriend was like, what do you mean? I was like, no, denial is very powerful. As a dancer, when I heard that gunshot go off in my head, I knew I knew what it was. That was my body. And I was like, mm -mm, nope, it's complete denial. I was like, no, 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 let's go to lunch. They were like, are you okay? You're looking a little pale. No, no, ignore my face, ignore I'm my pain. <laughs> this is my first time out. Once I go back in, I might not come back out, especially after this, no, no, so. <laughs> So I would digress, you say so. you're fully recovered from that now, that injury? Yes, fully recovered. Yeah. Thank God, yeah. fully recovered. Yeah, wow. so yes. Okay, okay. So yeah, the but question just, is though, are you going okay. to look into doing something with that in NFTs? To me, that would be an interesting- That would be awesome. It's kind of a nascent area, really, when you think about it. There's not, like if you look at, say, something like TikTok, dancing I is enormously TikTok. popular, dancing videos, right? You know, I love and I actually have a guest coming up uh, that's very, very popular on TikTok. Who's going to be on the Ooh. show? I'm, I'm not going to say the name, but okay, I'll just I'm say they have, have more than 50 million followers. So I'm going to have to tune in. I'm pretty pumped I love about TikTok. it. 
Yeah, yeah. I'll let my, you know when it gets closer. TikTok <laughs> is my big friend. Um, I'm cute. I used to, before I entered into spaces, I was on TikTok and I was like, okay. Oh, okay. And then I watched people, I brought people to TikTok and watch them blow up. And I'm like, yes, this is, this is, this is the way mm-hmm. I bring people See, to in. Me, there's just such a natural connection there with NFTs that hasn't really happened. Right. And I keep trying to force people like, you know, like, hey, hey. And I've found so many artists over there that I'm like, make an NFT. It'll change your life. And I promote people on TikTok. I'm like, do it, do this, this is it. And so then, you know, only a few, like there's one or two people who have done the crossover. Other mm-hmm. than that, they're like, nope, I stay in this pond or this pond. And I'm like, but I like both. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that'd be a good move. You know, you definitely could uh, explore that more, especially with, I definitely should, you know, all the connection with the other elements, like with the, maybe the meditative elements that could be interesting. Yes. It definitely could. And it could even be yoga. Cause I mean, I used to teach mm-hmm. dance and whatnot. So just an instructive, just how to stretch or anything. Possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. I will definitely mm-hmm. be exploring that. But when I entered into NFTs, I knew nothing of blender. So I've been addicted to blender. Oh, and the okay. fact that I can build metaverse assets and found that out a year ago, like a year ago, I threw a magic mushroom party in the metaverse. People were like, what is this? I was like, just come in. I know it sounds weird. Just, just be weird with me for a minute. And they were like, oh, this is kind of cool. Fast forward to now, I'm like, see. see I was no, you're big on the metaverse. Me. Looking at all your uh, stuff it. on Linktree, like, tell me about that. What's your experience there? I love the metaverse. So, the power of being an artist is the fact that our assets can literally be an experience. And mm-hmm. that is mind blowing to me. So all of the things that I do as far as Blender, I make into the GLB asset form so that you can pop it into any metaverse that okay. you decide to go to. So, okay. yeah. Right on. And where's your favorite place to hang out in the VR setting? Um, so I am a big fan. Um, creation wise, I love the sandbox. Not going to lie. I mm-hmm. love creating in the sandbox. Um, but I like to hang out in... I like hanging out in crypto voxels. That's cool. Um, but honestly, that's where the I most really, people seem to be, I think. Yeah. Right. It, it's cool. Like it's real mainstream and it's cool. But my favorite place is Hubs Mozilla because everyone can create their own version and own experience. And mm-hmm. though you are not like you can't walk out the door and walk next door and be in there, they you can link into someone else's world. And I feel like that's far more powerful than just having a set location and whatnot. It's kind of like crypto boxes is the marketplace, but the metaverse is so much bigger. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and people don't realize that my dad was like, is the metaverse Facebook? Because I actually built him for his birthday present, a family tree that I'm going to overlay with OVR over top of our actual house so that all of our family Mm. can add to it and whatnot over time, long-term art projects, life projects. So yeah, I was like, no dad, it's not. Well, I mean, you could argue it sort of is. It is is part of it. But he thought that it was the be-all, end-all. And I was like, it's not Mm. the be-all, end-all. Facebook wants to be. to Meta. Right, of course. Just because they changed their face, their name to Meta doesn't mean that they are the Metaverse (laughs) solely. (laughs) You know, that's the thing, though. They they will get, let's call them the normies, to make that association and go, oh, Facebook is the Metaverse, right? And they'll charge 47 and a half percent for any sales on their platform did you see that i did and i was like excuse me um 
I digress. I will keep that comment <clears throat> in words. I'm just... No, no, no. I mean, here's the problem with, let's talk about it. Here's the problem with that. Okay. Facebook is an enormous platform. I mean, obviously, right. So when they do put this all out there in place, I don't know how far along they are in that plan. Okay. And, you know, let's say you have some artists that are there as their early artists, you know, and they're making a killing. Like, let's say they're selling hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. Half of those sales are going to meta, but in the meantime, they're making pretty good sales there because it's such a large platform. Right. Right. It's like, that's actually my fear is that even though many of us will say, screw that, that's ridiculous. Right. Aren't you still going to be drawn to it when people are buying there? Like, but that check. Yeah. See, and it is going to be problematic because there are, that's like the same thing in spaces. Like you can see the people who are like, okay, this is going to be a quick clip versus I'm here for the, like, just I'm here, you know? And yeah, people are going to be drawn to that because, but it's crazy though. It's just, it's crazy, but yeah. But their their (laughs) argument is, hey, this is pretty much the standard commission that, you know, is in the traditional space. Like if you go, if you want to have, say, for example, your art on display in say a New York gallery, you're going to lose 50, 60% of it. This is true. To the gallery. This is true. Now, in that case, it makes sense because to rent that space in New York is expensive. So they need to pay their costs, right? Which are substantial, right? What kind of cost does Meta have that they can charge 50% of the profits or sales? Again, it's like, um, (laughs) even if you put into like, no, there's no way that that evens out. But I mean, it's like the people who buying like the actual metaverse space and whatnot that's going for a lots of money like yeah getting land in spaces is not it people can buy homes in real life for yeah. and land in real life for these prices and they see the power in oh well i'm gonna get it and then you're going to want to rent it and that's how i'm gonna make my money back mm-hmm. okay okay but it's still like there's so much to it <laughs> yeah so i'm trying to figure it all out I'm trying to understand yep. it. So yeah, it's a, it's the thing and I'm excited about it. So have you checked yeah. out Coinbase NFT yet? Have you seen that at all? No, Speaking I Speaking of normies. I, I, yeah, no, I was like Coinbase and mm, mm. <laughs> I, I I'm still experimenting with spring. Like that's where I'm at with the normie side of things. Cause I'm like Teesprings. Okay. You're going to mint this, but it's going to be an NFT too. I need to see the smart contract. Wait a minute. I have questions. Mm. So, Explain. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know much about Teespring. So Teesprings is, um, I, I make wearable merch and different okay. things. So I have, um, a society six where it can be furniture, home decor and whatnot. Like what sure. I'm wearing now is one of my paint boards, but, um, on Teesprings, they make all the t-shirts that I designed. So they oh, okay. came up yeah, with, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they broke off and renamed themselves Spring, and mm-hmm. they are supposed to be minting NFTs simultaneously while you are creating, which I was like, I don't understand. I need further explanation. So I was like, okay, if I give you an image, does this image become the t-shirts and things of that nature? And it becomes an NFT because you built a smart contract. But not until it sells, do you have to worry about any of that because they write it all for you. So I was like, well, let me throw up a random picture and see how this goes. So I haven't, that's the steps of the process I'm in. I'm not sure what okay, happens Okay, next. okay, okay, okay. 
but I'm because they do have they do have a digital like when you go there you got your usual apparel homeware which is no different from mm-hmm. say like you said Society Six or Redbubble right. or whatever right the difference being there's this digital tab right yes right and that's where these NFTs are going to be exactly selling and I'm like okay but what does that mean exactly so I'm trying okay. to figure all that out <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> I think it's inevitable though when you look at a lot of these platforms that that's just going to become another. Uh, channel for merchandise you know like Definitely. people scoff at nfts but it's just gonna be another tab on the store and you can it buy is. this or you can buy an nft exactly and i'm like well that's making it easier for me if i do it that way because i just have my main website i have objects embedded into it because you know i'm like hey i dibble and dabble in making my own websites of course i'm gonna embed my nfts into my mainstream stuff but if you're doing it for me well then let me see what you know what the breakdown is behind the scenes how much is this going to cost me you know well <laughs> what, do you have any idea what kind of commission they're charging do you know for that so no i i actually got through the waiting list because there's a you have to apply to their creator fund they were like where are you present and they're like oh you actually do nfts so you're in <laughs> but <laughs> you're a real person yeah you're real you're not a robot okay um so but that's where i'm at so i haven't there was an issue with loading my thing. And I was like, what is the breakdown? And they were like, okay. we will email you back. So I'm Okay, you. okay, okay. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've but, never yeah, really dabbled in merchandise, but I think some of the kind of pop art stuff would suit it well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the, well, I make my own in-house t-shirts for my family. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, why not just make it up and available for other people? But sure. if I don't have to do anything, print on demand is amazing. Like, I don't care what the profit is, you making it. And I'm just going to cut. That's what drew me to NFTs. I was like, honestly, it wasn't about the money or anything, but I was like, the idea of royalties, I was like, hold on. Artists don't yeah, get yeah. royalties. That's, this doesn't happen. What does that even mean? I need to understand this. And then I was like, and there's people that I need to meet. So yep. then I understood you can actually get real royalties. And that was like mind boggling. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So what's in the works now? What are you, uh, what are you working on right now? I am actually working on building a metaverse that's going to include um, my infinite breath pieces, but also include a space where um, I'll be able to allow the mental health experts that I've been meeting to use that so that they can reach more people so a lot Mm -hmm. of them are filled to capacity at their max limit and so if they have videos that are helpful to like multiple people if there was a spaces that was really helpful and a sound bit that they cut down and give to me i'll include that in a video inside of a room um Mm -hmm. so that you can just go there and tap in and tune in so working on that and it's it's yeah i'm not going to be really releasing anything else until that's done because it's a big Mm-hmm. near and dear and so heart, in terms so. of like you revealing this would twitter be the place for people to follow you to find out about that yes twitter would yeah. definitely be the place um definitely i'll put, yeah. I'll put your I, handle in the show description yeah oh my gosh that is that so awesome find it. yeah i would okay. love that yeah oh, that's amazing cool <laughs> awesome so uh anything else you want to share you know before we wrap things up in terms of you know what you're excited about right now i'm not, i'm just I'm honestly excited to see what comes next. Like Mm. all of the amazing artists that I've met in this space, they are all experimenting with what they're doing, but it was just the beginning. Like we're all Mm. at the waiting pool. Like we're not at the deep end. So I'm excited to see like 
when I'm seeing people like Tam Tam turn their art pieces into actual experiences that you're involved with that part mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like watching artists really see that it's not just the art that they're creating and it's not just a stagnant or emotion NFT but it's an experience I'm waiting to experience all of the people that I've collected because I'm like oh my wallet is pretty and these things are amazing and then y'all are going to skyrocket from here so <laughs> that's what I'm excited about and meeting more incredible people like you like what oh my gosh it's a treat. thanks so much that's very kind <laughs> Well, hey, it's really been a pleasure chatting with you and finding out a little bit more about you. Um, and I just want to wish you uh, good luck and all the best with all this cool stuff you're working on. Thank you. And thank yeah, you. Get and into the dancing you. NFTs. I, I will. I will definitely do that. I'm, I'm inspired. I'm inspired. I'm going to do it. <laughs> right on. Yeah, thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. You're amazing. You're wonderful. Everyone, love self, love others, love often. Y'all are incredible. And thank you so much. Right on. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Non-Fungible Podcast. See you again soon.